Hey guys, Shay with uh, the Produce Common Sense Podcast. This is going to be uh, episode number five, an immigrant's story. I have BJ with me who has been a customer and friend for, wow, I bet it's almost 10 years. Almost, yes. Yeah, he, he, uh, he and I met when I was walking the terminal markets in Chicago years and years ago, and I'd like you to meet him and hear his story and uh, how he ended up in produce. And I think that's... Uh, how any of us end up in produce is kind of a unique and uh, sometimes funny, sometimes strange story. And I think that would be uh, a fun thing for you to learn and see from BJ. BJ, would you like to introduce yourself? My name is BJ. Actually, that's the short name. But if I go with the longer way, it's going to be a pretty long. <laughs> well, stick with the BJ. My last name is Graywal. And uh, originally, I'm from India. But uh, been uh, living in Chicago for a long time. And... Uh, doing pretty well. And uh, Shay helped me to start with the onions and I'm still sticking with onions. So how in the world, okay, first of all, how did you, what made you decide, you and I were driving today and we were talking about this, how you, you from, from the time you were young, so that you were riding on that bus, you, you had that experience and you decided you, you, you wanted to leave India. How old were you and what were the, the, the circumstances that made you want to come and how did you prepare yourself to come to the United States? Actually, I was in the sixth grade. I saw that incident. It was so bad. And uh, it left a big scar on my heart and my mind and I never forget that. And would you and mind sharing that or would you rather not? I, I will share it because that's a pretty heart-touching story. It was kind of some kind of moment was going on that time in India and three policemen came and one guy was on the bike. And, uh, they look at as a spe- suspicious and they grabbed him and they beat him so much. And a few minutes later, the other policeman comes and he t- said, you know, I think that's the wrong guy. And they left him over there. That day I made up my mind, this country is not right for me and I will do anything to get out. Then I got more interesting uh, in this thing, so not to be there. We had uh, books in the school, America, how I grew up, how the, that kind of books I read about a couple of times. That, that made me to be end up here. It was a lot of struggle to get here, but I'm glad I'm here. That was the opportunity land for me. And And... One of the things that I think we all miss, those of us that have had the opportunity to, to travel to uh, other developing nations, uh, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate to, to be all over Asia, uh, South America, uh, Mexico, just lots of different locations. And I've been able to see the difference in the quality of life um, or, or at least the difference in physical, tangible possessions whether that's a roof over your head or a car to drive or a toaster oven, I've been able to see like, you know, the difference between what we have as a standard and a baseline in the United States and what's available um, in many of these other locations. And, and it's, and it's much, much lower. And I think part of the reason that we have the challenges in the United States today is so lots, many of us have, don't have that experience. We, we don't have the perspective of appreciating or the perspective to allow us to appreciate what it is that we have here in this country. And I'm sure you have to have this really unique point of view 
and frustration, I would think, with, you know, well, I'll say people like me, people like myself who have grown up here and, and have these privileges and don't even realize what we have. Have you ever had an experience like that where, where you've had a conversation with someone and, and you, you just wanted to shake them? Or, or slap them or, 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 or yell at them or try and convince them to wake up and realize what they have? I do it every day. Every day? Every day I look at the situation at people. And uh, it surprised me how generation is changing. Where are we going this way? They don't have that ambitious. They don't. They're losing it. Like one day I was uh, looking at messages on my phone. Somebody made a very good point that person was falling from the airplane in Afghanistan to get out of their country, to just come to America or get out anywhere. And it, they circulate and they show people, you know, they say the you know, people who born over here, they already won the lottery. It's so true. And every day I think about it. The people who born over here, they already won the lottery. They are in the best country in the world. They can achieve any kind of goal they want. You can start from nothing that could be a anything. How do you think, Vijay, how do we convince people of that though? Like how, what is it that we can do because you, you've talked about like some of my social channels and some of the reach that I have, but I don't know how to reach a, 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 a bigger audience and I don't even know what to tell them. And, and I wonder what you would recommend that I do and how I could, you know, speak to those kind of people or, or how you might, or, or in your daily life, how you speak to those people. Like, what do you, what do you think we do? Whether it's through social media or the bigger way beyond what I could do or what you could do. What, what do we do? What are you doing? That's the very right path to get there. You are doing very good job. People, whoever watching you, mm-hmm. they are convinced. That's the only way you're going to reach to people. You, so that's you feel like one at a time you have to convince people yes. individually. You got start right. small. Right. Okay. Then you're doing perfect thing. It is convincing me. Even though my English is not the that good, I mm-hmm. still get into it to understand where you're coming from. Right. And I put two and two together, it makes perfect sense. And I don't know if you, what you have to do, take that people to around the world to show them how people live, or you just make yeah, them I mean, sense in their head, hey, listen, it's here, get it. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you traveled and showed, you know, what the circumstances are in those places, it would make a difference. But I'm not... I mean, obviously we, we can all go on the internet and we can search for those things. We just, we choose not to. And, and we, I guess I've, I felt really pained by the, the open disdain and the, the, the commentary about how uh, the United States, how America isn't special anymore or never was special. Like, you know, like the, 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 frankly, the Biden quote, you know, you can't define what being an American is, which is a really scary thing. Uh, to to say that you can't define it and why America is special, and you've already spoken to, you know, how it already called from 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 thousands of miles away, the American dream, the the opportunity to come here. But was it just financial, or were there there were there were? I mean, there there had to be social and and aspects of freedom that were calling to you as well, or or would you say that that was part of it? 
I don't think it was that much on the uh, financial because people still survive over there. They are mm-hmm. living very well. It's not like... Uh, okay, so it wasn't even financially. It wasn't no, it that. was not. The system we had. Okay. You don't work, you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. It's no assistance of any kind. Even though it is available, it goes to all to the politicians. They fill up their pockets before they even release anything. But if I can see it from miles away, why this generation don't see it from here? But what, what is it that you were seeing? Let me just, just to try and clarify that. Because you're saying it's not, it wasn't the financial opportunity. Is it, it's the political freedom? It's the, the literal freedom to choose what you want to do? What, what, what was it? Because I, th- I think you might have spoken past me on that. Yeah, actually, the thing is, you can have you can accomplish anything you want over here. Like in right. my country, you got to know somebody to get somewhere. Over here, you is all depend on you what you want to be. Okay, that's the okay biggest okay. Thing. So you you can it's there is upward mobility that that is not available otherwise. Okay, so speaking of that, just in in the the necessity of time. You you came here in the late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. You you started in construction, and somehow from construction in the United States, you ended up as a produce wholesaler in Chicago. Yes, it was a friend of mine, and we was talking about the general life. She wanted to know how I get here from India, this and that. It was a she was pretty interested in that. So her father was in the watermelon business in Chicago. They did it seasonally. And he's the one who brought me over here. He said, come on, I'm going to take you to Chicago. Okay. So So from Florida to Chicago. Florida to Chicago. Okay. Then uh, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. I never care about hard work, but I just, it was a new invention to me. And what were you doing? I was pitching watermelons. You were pitching watermelons. Pitching watermelon. I unloaded, okay. loaded trailers of the watermelons. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They delivered to the retail stores and did. And then one day I thought about it. I said, listen, I'm six months in Florida, six months in Illinois. I'm not going to have house or nowhere. I want to be established myself. The one gentleman I went to visit and he gave me a job in the market. And okay. he, he put me on the board. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are very good friend, and he now work with me. So he gave me the opportunity in the market. And, and uh, you started doing what? Like just move, building pallets, breaking down pallets, unloading trucks. Yeah, well, actually, my I mean, I think it's really interesting. You started as a field worker. Yes. I mean, like literally, you started learning about produce from the bottom, from from the very bottom, very as a, bottom. pitching watermelon. Okay. I didn't even know what. Br- I had no idea about that. I didn't even know what Brussels sprouts was until I started in the market because we used to pack in the 16-ounce cup. So that was my first job to pack in the Brussels sprouts. Then making sleeves, salary, packing the salary. And uh, they used to call us hustlers because we go deliver to the... It was Terminal Street. You have the order, you pick up, put on your pallet, you drag the pallet jack, and you deliver to the tail of the trucks. And I really enjoyed it. People thought, oh, what, you, you're crazy doing this kind of work. But that was my, I thought that was my level. That was my start. I'm going to be somewhere. You felt like there was upward mobility. Yes. I think that's critical though. Like that's, that is so good because 
you could see now to what year was this? This would have been like mid eighties. That was uh, in. Uh, I started with the watermelon in eighty six. Then I been in the market eighty nine. Okay, eighty nine to ninety. There's something critical though that you still had that I think a lot of entry level workers, especially when we talk about. I'm, I'm going to use a, a hot topic here, which is the. Uh, the living wage, right? Like this, this, this minimum wage that needs to be so high when, when BJ was doing this and, and, and I think this has been lost. And what I'm trying to say is the, the aspiration and belief that you can move up. And one of those things that gave you that opportunity, I will guarantee you is the fact that you were working and striving to speak English. And, and I tell my workers this all the time that come to me, that, that want to move upward in the company. They're, they're fortunate when they work with me because I'm bilingual. So they don't have to speak English for that upward mobility. Uh, but if they, if they ever leave here and they haven't taken the time and made the effort to learn the, 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 the English language and not with perfection, okay, they need to be able to communicate. But if they haven't and they leave, they automatically take a step or two down. But my point is, is number one, you got to, you got to speak English and you got to strive to speak English. But if you, if you do that and you believe in yourself, you can start at the lowest level and you really can work your way all the way up. I mean, you did that all the way from the lowest level, pitching watermelons, building pallets, breaking down pallets, loading trucks, being a lumper, basically all the way to owning your own produce company. I am the prime example from zero to hero. I am the prime example. And you had to believe in yourself. Number one. Yes. You had to convince other people to believe in you. Number two. And what else though? Well, I mean, how did, how did you go from being in a warehouse and even, you know, working for someone else to taking the next step, which was your own, your own business and your, your own company? Well, my ex boss, Mike, his family accept me so good. It was never look back. They did not treat me like I was foreigner. They didn't treat me like I was outsider. It was a, such an encouragement. I mean, you can see on my face when I talk about them. They, they really loved me. They really loved me. Mike's father, mm-hmm. he, when I saw him, he always had very name for me, you know. Punji, you know, always. He was wonderful, very well accepted. And I took step by step, step by step, I knew what I want, but it took me a little time to do it. I tried three times. Mm-hmm. I did fail, but I didn't give up. Right. And now I'm a very fortunate to have my nephew to cover all the bases which one I can't cover. He's well-educated. He's very smart what he does. And he made me who I am. You know, I think there's something that you may or may not know about yourself that I always notice because you, you always give credit to everyone else. You, 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 you don't take the credit yourself. You, you're, you, it's, it's your nephew. And I think if I, if I had him in the room here, he, I guarantee you he would give you the credit. You sometimes try and push the credit to me for opening the door, sending you some loads PAS and getting you started so that you, you didn't have to have credit and pay for it, which sure, I was a small piece of it, right? But, but you're, you're one of those guys that is just so humble and so quick to pass on, uh, taking the credit for yourself and you, and you obviously deserve the credit for yourself because you wouldn't be sitting where you are 
without having made those 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 efforts and and having proven yourself and believed in yourself she you got to give the credit to that people who bring you there you don't pat your back yourself okay, okay. your story is a special one because you said you said it zero to hero you know you you but but that zero to hero was because you were willing to you well you believed in yourself more than anything you believe in the country that that gave you that opportunity and and i appreciate that because i in today's world in this moment in time we are so as a nation especially those of my generation are so entitled and lack appreciation for what they have and i know that as we contribute as a contributor in this this society at this moment in time myself and those like you and me were exhausted for for continuing to contribute and not get the help so i sure hope that as this goes out if anyone has any doubt about whether uh, if they're an immigrant or if they're not and they they're lacking any belief in themselves BJ is just a great example of, you know, the fact that you can make things happen. And and there's there's more to it than just him making it happen. He had the character and the will, but more than anything the character that could be trusted and believed in by others to allow him to, you know, make those steps go forward. But it began with him with you believing in yourself. And that uh, that helped someone like myself when you called know that I could trust you because I knew that, that no matter what you had that, that classic work ethic and you would do everything to make sure that you did what you promised. It was because you and I had spoken from that time, you know, back off and on and, and you, you could, you could hear and understand the sincerity. You know, I could, I could tell, and I, and I don't, I don't consider myself to be the best reader of people to be honest. Um, but I get it right. As sometimes I get it right. And and I'm just glad to have been a small piece of your success and I appreciate you for coming on and sharing how you ended up here in the United States as an immigrant with your own business and as a success. I'm a very blessed and uh, you don't know how blessed I am to be with you. Yeah. You're my first guy who gave me Well, I was glad I I'm glad I did it and I'm glad I get the you 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 keep giving me the credit for it. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast guys. Um, BJ is a very special friend and customer, and I'm glad that he took the time to sit down here with me. I hope he inspired you in a lot of ways. He he can be an inspiration to you working towards having a better future for yourself and know that regardless of the location that you find yourself uh, economically at this moment or educationally, that there is upward mobility. And if you find the right employer, that employer should be able to see that potential in you. That's what I hope to do as an employer every single day is find the people within the organization and help them to gain the knowledge that they need to, to move up because those are the best people for us to have. The ones who start at the bottom and understand all the aspects of the business, because then when something doesn't work right or something's going wrong, they know the reason. So within the company, uh, there are, there's always 
the need to find those people and the desire to have them as part of your operation. If you like, it'd be great if you did a review uh, on the podcast and uh, if you could recommend and share with your friends, that would be great. And hit the subscribe button so you can be made aware the next time this one comes out. I look forward to the next podcast and hope to have you here. We'll see you.